Benifer is back. Brad and Jen are friends again. And Paris Hilton is somehow still making headlines. 20 years later, we're living in the world that the 2000s tabloids created. On this series, I'm going to tell you the story of a decade of American life through the trash we love to consume. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Claire Malone, and this is Just Like Us, the tabloids that changed America. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Welcome to the Ringer Reality TV podcast, where we're breaking down the top five red flag moments that we cannot get over from Love is Blind season two. And we're also going to kind of discuss how our opinions might have changed about some of the contestants and just, you know, do a little reassessment. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer, and today I'm joined by Juliette Littman. Hello, Juliet. Hello, Amelia. I'm delighted to be here. I, uh, I said to you before the pod started, when it's time to move on from Love is Blind, I, I don't know where my energy will go because I've put sure. so much into it because I just just love it. I mean, it's I a great it. show. It it's really is. <laughs> like every show, every reality show needs to be more like Love is Blind. And I think we talked about this with Bill and Kevin, but like mm-hmm. I've never been so happy to be manipulated. Whereas like with The Bachelor, <laughs> I'm just like, I can see what you're doing here. But with Love is Blind, I'm like, just bring it on. This is great. I am having the time of my life. And they're pretty good at manipula- manipulation. Like The Bachelor, we we know their tricks. These guys are throwing us completely off. We think other people are going to say yes while they're going to say no. That they sh- don't even show us two of the couples who got engaged. It's wild. Love is Blind really successfully creates an alternate universe. It's sort of like... <laughs> yeah. 
It's sort of like Game of Thrones where you're like, sure, this could have been prehistoric. This could have been like medieval history or something oh like that with gosh. dragons and wargs, but not really. And sort of like, yeah, sure, this could, Love is Blind could be real. Like, this is like possible. And then the crazy thing is these people are real, which I am excited to kind of like, I'm sure we'll cover it as we get into this uh-huh. episode. But there's, you know, now that the finale is up, the cast has just been take, taking to social media. Wow. And, have um, they ever? There's a lot to parse. There really is. So let's get into our top five red flags that we just, we still can't get over. Um, let's, okay, a couple honorable mentions. Sure. Trisha. Do you remember Trisha? She's only, I think, in the first episode, <laughs> but she talks about how she has so many followers on Instagram. She made it seem like she has hundreds of thousands of followers when in reality, she only has 8,000. <laughs> also, She's no longer on social media. Or did she come back? <laughs> she was bullied off after uh, we judged her. I feel bad about that, to be honest. I, I really do. No, yeah, I, I get that. I feel bad that she had to leave social media. I, <laughs> yeah. I think perhaps maybe she's learning a valuable lesson about like bragging about your gym followers. <laughs> that, that was the weirdest part to me. She like made somebody, she's like a fitness guru. And like <laughs> while many, anyone can fashion themselves a fitness guru, she seemed to like really, really believe it. And that she was really just odd. She really that yeah, totally. And then she would say, I have so many friends. I have <laughs> 20 of my friends and I fit into a car, which is just like, what? What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I know it's very confusing. But um, yeah, shout out to her. Uh, she was kind of delusional. <laughs> but Indeed. honestly, she was interesting for that first episode. I I, I wanted more personally, but sure. Yeah, yeah but. I would have been happy with more Trisha, but <laughs> that's, that's like one thing that I wish we got more of is like, what happened to the people who don't get picked or like don't form a connection? Like, I just, feel, right? I just want more. I mean, we Me know there's hours too. upon hours of footage that we didn't get. Like we've since learned two other couples got engaged. Natalie <laughs> got, Natalie got another proposal. Like release the tapes. Like we want to <laughs> see it. <laughs> release the tapes. Truly though, <laughs> release the tapes. It's just, I don't know how they decided to choose what to cut out and what not to cut out. And it just, oh my God, let us do the interaction thing where you can, or interactive Netflix thing where you can choose yes. what you want to watch. That would be right. nice. I've never done that, but I, like, I, I, it's funny. Like I say that, but I also <laughs> want the best possible product. Okay, and it sure. Pro- probably is boring, but nevertheless, like I just want some like short vignettes. I want like additional DVD bonus extras, <gasps> nothing to yeah. like meaningfully change the show. So just okay. consider it Netflix. <laughs> You're, sa- you're sitting on a gold mine here. It's true. Um, okay. Also, another honorable mention would be Sal. You know, nice guy, <laughs> but he always has a little ukulele and he's singing. And during one of his uh, singing performances, uh, he says <laughs> that his fiance is hot like Beyonce. So he ra- rhymes fiance with Beyonce. And it just, I, I visibly and, and just... Oh my, on a level, a visceral level, I my whole body cringed. <laughs> um, have you ever seen one of those shirts like from Etsy that it's like instead of Beyonce, it says fiance, yes. and, like the style of the Beyonce album? Right, yeah. I was just thinking like he, Sal would be a good like <laughs> Etsy sponsor, like I, I fear, or, like spokesperson. I feel like him playing his ukulele, I could really see that being like a bridal, like yes. ad of like do your own cool oh. country barn. <laughs> bridal shower and like here's oh your God. soundtrack it's Sal I, I don't know I just feel like he reminds me of um all of the like Rhea Dunn 
uh, <laughs> merchandise that you could get at TJ Maxx and elsewhere. Like, I just feel like he's like the walking embodiment of that. And it's just really cheesy. Definitely. And he's definitely a nice guy. Like, I, I think Sal seems genuine and, and yeah. like emotional and feels emotions, emotive as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he's not for me. The singing is just too it's much. too much. I don't need you to drag poor Beyonce into your lyrics. It's just, also, it's too much. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is playing the ukulele hard? Because I feel like a I lot don't think it is. I don't think it is. Seem know how to, to do like, it. Yeah, just pick it up. And I'm just like, learn the guitar. Maybe that would be, be more charming. Put some work into it. You know what? And I was discussing this and my hatred uh, for Sal and his ukulele with my friend. And she was like, you know who else played the ukulele? Connor from The Bachelorette. <laughs> And I hated him too. I also hated Connor B. And like, he just, he also like probably would be happy to be an Etsy spokesperson, but I see it much more as Sal. I don't know why ukulele says Etsy to me, but it does. It does because it's twee. It's really twee. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And by the way, I shop on (laughs) Etsy all the time. It's a great place to buy some good home goods. (laughs) But it's like, it's like bridal Etsy. It's very specific. Well, also Etsy is a place where you can accidentally lose your mind and buy things <laughs> that you normally wouldn't if you were at a mall or something. It's just, oh, I, maybe I do need that personalized coaster with the right. Chevron pattern. It's like, no, you don't. You don't need it. So, you know. <laughs> just like Sal, you don't need it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then okay. finally, uh, <laughs> Danielle talking about breaking tables with her friends because they dance on them and Nick looking absolutely horrified, just horrified. You know, I, I um, have shared with many people, including on my Instagram stories, the mm-hmm. Netflix Love is Blind account post where it shows Nick and Danielle sitting on the couch in the corn yeah. and hot dog costumes. I think this is like around the same time oh. when they're getting to know each other. And like, She's so wacky. And I think because of the the edit she got, she comes off as like just incredibly, incredibly weird. But Mm -hmm. I actually think like that seems like perhaps so it's like it's kind of fun. And like when Jarrett was like, Yeah, I stay out till 3 a.m. It, it had a different vibe than her being like, my friends might break tables. Yeah, it's functionally the same. So maybe just work on your delivery, Danielle. So much of what she says is not what she says, but how she says it. That's true. That's true. She does have a way of kind of. She, I, I really like her, but like you know, she like speaks out of her little mouth, and she's it's like, like womp womp. Yeah, totally. Danielle again. Womp womp. The but emphasis is not there. It's just yeah. But I do like. Her. I really do like her, and I wish her and Nick the best. Me too. So. I mean, the precedent set by Lauren and Cameron and and Barnett and Amber is pretty impressive. So I'm like, it maybe is. these maybe these <laughs> married couples are still together. Like. I'm taking us off off path really quickly, but like Nick and Danielle, Jarrett and Ayana, are those the only two marriages? Yeah, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I could see them both still being together. Okay, yeah. No, me too. Definitely. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know. Neither would I. I mean, honestly, I never thought Barnett and Amber would, would have stayed together. So. Me neither. You know me what? neither. Hopefully these people are staying together too. So, yeah. <laughs> No red flags over there, I guess. I mean, at least not to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Pink flags. I don't know. Um, Flags. So let's get into our top five. Speaking of red flags, let's get into our top five red flags that we just couldn't get over. They're really cringy moments. Um, Number five. 
I'm sorry, but Netflix is still paying the laches for minimal work. What <laughs> the F? How many episodes do they appear in, too? They're not even in the finale, if I they're recall They're not correctly. even in the finale, no. I mean, I guess they're probably hosting the um, reunion. reunion show. Can't, can't wait. Can't wait, honestly. So excited for that. Uh, they did the intro, and then they were in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they were at the bridal the bridal uh, and groom right. uh, dress shopping. But only shopping. Vanessa was with the brides, and Nick was with the grooms, right? Or what Was he there? I don't remember. I'm going to be uh, honest. I think I, I revealed this. A few times I was like, oh, I'm falling asleep. But not because I don't love the show, but I was just feeling so calm because I love it that I was such sure, a and that's, that's objectively and boring. Back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, I I used to watch Say Yes to the Dress, and so, like, I, oh, I get it. Like, okay. Okay. I'm very, I'm very familiar with wedding dress shopping for TV. It was good content. We've moved past it. Like, that's sure. enough. Um, so, they're in... I don't know. We should have counted the minutes, but they're not in it for more I mean, than like 10 minutes max over the course yeah. of 10 at 10 hours. Seriously. <laughs> so like their price, their fee per minute, like has to be astronomical. That said, mm. here we are talking about them. Like, I know. And <laughs> one of the biggest memes from last season was Nick Lachey going, obviously I'm Nick Lachey. <laughs> so like they're, and a Netflix show needs memes. Like, for a Netflix show I to take know. off, it needs to be meme-friendly. It does. And it really here, does. Here's the thing, though. 98 Degrees has a great wedding song. I do cherish you from oh the depths my of my soul. <laughs> I can't do that. It's beyond that. my control. No. I, I mean, like the one they do with Stevie Wonder in the Mulan soundtrack. Yeah, that's good, too. That one's a good one. How about Thank God I Found You with Mariah Carey and Joe? I mean, that's a great great song 98 degrees has hits and so okay, if we're yeah, gonna, no they do they do they do but like if nick Lachey is gonna be there build a performance into his feet like exactly. what exactly what are we doing i'm i'm pro nick Lachey, but i just i want more like <laughs> also you, you know that there is more nick and vanessa like oh totally these two they probably those are chopping like, at the bit for work he was on the mass singer you don't think this man <laughs> wants work <laughs> give us more <laughs> seriously like, I'd love to know how many days they were in Mexico for. I don't oh. know. I just have like a, a lot of questions. I, okay. And I'm not, I'm not saying that Vanessa is high maintenance. However, the, the her reaction to Jessica Simpson, do you remember when Jessica Simpson came out and was like, oh, I got a really nice baby gift from Nick and Vanessa and Vanessa wanted everyone to know on the Today Show. Oh, we never, we never sent anything. I don't, what is she talking about? I don't know. So my, my assistant must have sent it. It was deranged. She was acting deranged. deranged. It is deranged. Just take the credit. I know. It was like a nice thing to do. So I think she probably, I can see her fighting with producer, not fighting, but strong arming the producers into mm. giving them like a, a week vacation to Mexico. <laughs> well, that hotel didn't seem that great. Although I did Google it. It was an adults only hotel, which is good. I mean, oh. you, you can't you can't have kids running around in your love is blind getaways. I mean, it's true. Understandable. It's true. But I, I feel like they, they could find someplace a little bit more remote. It's kind of funny to me that they just go to like a resort. Like it's like a resort near Cancun, basically. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's implied El Carmen, but it's probably cheap. And they probably get some. Usually, you don't go to that kind of place unless, like, you're getting a lot of stuff for free. So, well, yeah, I don't well, know. I'm sure, but I just, I'm just saying, like, I agree. the The fee per minute has to be outrageous. Ugh. I'd love to know how it stacks up Ugh. against other fees that Netflix pays. But so long as you have them under contract, just give me more. You know, sure. We'll make him sing a song again. We know he wants to sing. We know he <laughs> wants to perform for us. So just actually, give him that. 
actually not sure he wants to sing. Did you watch the ABC uh, boy band Christmas special a few months ago? No. Okay, well, no. I did. Okay. Um, and <laughs> first of all, Backstreet Boys weren't in it, so it wasn't that good. But oh. moreover, um, Jeff and Justin and Drew from the okay. other three members of 98 right? Degrees were there, and Nick was not. So that leads me to believe perhaps he doesn't want to be associated with 98 Degrees anymore, even though Drew Lachey is his fucking brother. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably had to deal with the kids or something because I, I'm i sorry, I don't mean to be like, okay, remember this one time when I worked at a different company? But when I worked <laughs> at Disney, he we had 98 Degrees do something for like the Lion King Facebook page and they were mm. there like on time holding a Simba plushie, just pretending to do the Rafiki thing. I mean, this guy, I'm sorry, but no one is really calling him to do things and I think he must have... <laughs> Just, uh, you know, I don't know. Had, he has like three or, three kids. So I, I right. get it. Maybe he was busy with that. I think they live in Ohio. Do they really? Well, he and Drew are from Cincinnati. Um, mm. I once saw Jeff Timmons, who was also in Chippendales. That was a story <laughs> in, in Vegas. Nice. I once saw him maybe maybe a couple times at the Waffle in Hollywood. Remember oh. that restaurant near our old <laughs> office? <laughs> yeah. Apparently he lived nearby and he went there all the time. So anyway, oh. in conclusion... Give us more 98 degrees. Right, right. Seriously, though. I mean, make make him work. Make the Lachey's work for their money, okay? All right. <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, number four. <laughs> Kyle. Yes, Kyle. Telling Shayna's parents that he wants to be married to Shayna so no one else will have her. That is what he said when her parents asked, why do you want to marry our daughter? That's just an awful answer. Not because she's a wonderful person. It's not because we have a connection. It's not because we laugh together. It's because no one else will have her. It's like, it's also like, are you trying to own her? It was, and it's so many, Very it's weird. not only shallow, but also like, Offensive. That's just an absolutely yeah. awful answer. And there were very few times where I felt bad for Shayna or like had sympathy for her. <laughs> yeah. And this was one of them because that <laughs> was, was a, sure. such an appalling answer. I I will say, like, while I absolutely love this show, it does reveal so many upsetting truths about reality instead of like defying them. And like <sighs> yes. if the experiment is like how ingrained are societal norms, the answer to the experiment is very. And that's <laughs> yes, just very just exactly. another indication of it. But there were so many red flags with Kyle. This was just the reddest. I mean, it man. was pretty bad. I mean, from him giving her the ring right after they had a huge difference on religion. That was insane. Him not taking the hint, the many hints that she was like, I don't want to be here with you. I don't want to spend another second in Mexico with you for this room that we didn't even have to pay for. Including refusing to stay on the free trip. She just Truly, left. She just up and left after maybe seven hours. I'd love to know if she said goodbye. Well, I hope they address that at the reunion. Oh, like, did she just know. leave? I think she might. Well, I think, she, remember when they were sitting there and she was like, I think I want to leave. And he was like, what? And then she was like, Okay, and then she got up and I think she left. I think she just packed her bags and left. She probably already had them packed. Probably. It was It was very, I mean, also the other thing about making him eat meat, that was also like the fact that he did it. That was upsetting. <laughs> also, um, you, know, you know he got sick from that. Maybe oh, she didn't want to share a room because definitely. she was like worried about him being sick because she forced him to eat meat. So maybe, I. well, yeah, that messes up your stomach. Yeah, if you go a long time without having it, I mean. <laughs> yeah, totally, and you're just gonna freaking eat meat <laughs> without any preparation. And that makes him be like, so no one else can have her even weirder because like yeah. she wasn't particularly nice to him. No, she wasn't. And he, 
I don't, it was just some weird bending over backwards to make, like, to almost convince himself that she was into him or something. Yeah. It was very strange. It reminded me of, like, maybe I just think this because he looks like Jeremy Jordan, as okay. previously discussed. But it reminded me of, like, a character from a musical who, like, if they Newsies. don't get married... <laughs> sure. Okay. They don't get married by a certain time. They, like, oh. lose, like, their family fortune or something like that. Or it's, like, he had alternative reasons for, like, really wanting to get married. But, That's again... Funny. There's other ways to get married other than going on Love is Blind and marrying Shayna. So, uh, you know. I guess. I also think he must have thought she was the most beautiful person he'd ever seen in his life. Because I think there was a lot of that there as well. And I think. When he first saw her, he was like, wow, you're really hot. And she was clearly not into it right away. (laughs) Right. Well, and I do think there is, you know, going back to societal norms. And I think he expressed this. um, He is a construction worker. And. Sometimes our society does not treat construction workers super great. You know, they're kind of devalued in some ways. And I think he probably was like, wow, some really hot girl uh, is into me. And, you know, I have unfortunately run into really shallow people who probably have rejected him based on the fact that he's a construction worker. Mm. Yeah, I. But it's probably true. And it seemed like he had I mean, like I don't want to project, sh- but sure. Yeah, I'm sure. He, I think he had like a chip on his shoulder of some kind, but yeah. I, uh, I, you know, he's just, it was very weird. Very, it was very weird. weird guy. It was weird. And you know what else is weird? Number three, when Shayna tried to break up Shane and Natalie by trying to set Natalie up with one of her friends and then confronting Shane by the lake and saying, you guys are not right for each other. And just, it was, it, she, she gaslit him. Yeah. There wasn't enough follow-up on that. I really, I really thought that Shane and Natalie were going to break up. Like, I can't believe they even made it as far as they did. Yeah. That was a miracle. It was shocking. But I, (laughs) in general, like, Shayna, I'm looking forward to seeing her in the reunion, too, because, you know, she just has had so few redeeming moments. I guess, that's true. I guess she was, like, the most true to herself the whole time. Sure. She didn't wait until the altar to say no. I'm also dying to know about the contracts. But... Oh, Lord. But, but like, she just was... She was toxic. And I don't know. She, she and that's was. like That's some real-life manipulation of, like, oh, I have someone else for you. Someone, if, you, if it doesn't work out, like, and try yeah. to, like, incept both of them. Yes, incept. Totally. Well, and I am just wondering how she's going to spin this at the reunion because I'm sure they're going to ask her about it. I would hope that the Lachey's would do that at the very least. And Me too. She, she already tried spinning it with him with, uh, at first her being like, you know, I was in the wrong. I was totally in the wrong. And then literally five seconds later being like, oh, why, why are you guys so obsessed with me? Why, why are you making it seem like I'm part of this relationship? Just like, what? <laughs> There's just a lot of, like, manipulation of the truth of this show. Which, like, I know is a really obvious thing to say, but, like, even in the moment. Mm. No, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's upsetting. It's upsetting, and yet, I want more of it. I want more of Shayna. I want more of... Shayna's hat seems to be getting a lot of attention from that moment. I just noticed that on social media. Yes, why? She she was, like, Instagramming about it. One thing I won't do is is click on sponsored links on Instagram to, like, buy something, you know? And, like, you can, like, take it to, like, someone's, like, list or whatever. (laughs) So I don't know where it's from. But, of course, I've been checking in on these people. I've been checking in for, like, for ages. I mean, uh, you know, just 
not to brag, but we got to watch this a few days in advance. And so I was like tracking these people for a long period of time. And watch, first of all, watching people's followings grow is really fun. Um, but moreover, like Shayna has been posting a lot. She she seems like she just has like really nothing to lose or is just like absolutely loving this attention because she's just been posting yeah. nonstop and like, you know, she doesn't seem to associate with anyone else, but she is still just like going after it. I, I think she loves attention for sure. I think it yeah. seems like she's the only girl in her family of like mm. three other boys. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's used to getting the only girl attention kind sure. of from her parents. So I don't know if that plays into it, but I think that might be there. And I don't know. It's just she is interesting. And it's just like, wow, people like that really exist. And they're out here. <laughs> you know who seems to have the most follower, followers on the topic of Instagram? Who? Deep D. Oh, yeah. good, good. You know what? I saw people, where was, I think people on Twitter were like, Deep D for Bachelorette. And I was like, that's not how it works. And also don't put that on her. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, <laughs> she, she just seemed like she's happier now. I'm happy for her. I can't wait to find out if her and Shake actually went to Nobu because he did post that. But no, anyway. they did. She did, right? Because he posted a picture of them at Nobu. I know, but couldn't you see Shake just posting that? Well, yeah, but I I don't know. I believe it. I believe it. I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Number two, 
when Shane called Natalie Shayna by accident. What did you think of that? That whole situation? This seems to be people's like a go-to moment that people are really upset about. And obviously it is bad. <laughs> but I will just say in his defense, it's not like he's met either of them. And like, who well, knows? Sure. Who knows if he'd been drinking? Like, what? who knows what information they're given beforehand? Like, sure. But the part that was so bad about it was then he got mad at Natalie for being upset. And it's like, it's like blaming the victim. And it's like, dude, you messed up. She's allowed to have feelings. Like, of course, this also, like, if you have any remote insecurity, it'll make you feel even worse. Totally. And the fact that he was like, well, if you're mad, then uh, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Insane. But wait, can we reveal what we saw on uh, his Instagram or? Is that yes. Of, okay. Yeah, of course. So recently, and I actually don't know how recently this. I think it's from Friday. It's like AKA the day the day the uh, final episode came out. <laughs> Got it. So he wrote a whole Instagram post. He uses her full name, and he's like, "I don't know what the future holds for us, but uh, thank you so much for going on this journey with me." And it, it's it's a very nice post. To her, and then at the end, he says, "No, Shayna and I are not together. I wish her the best." <laughs> I know because I, I definitely was involved in speculating. Like they definitely hooked up. No, uh, I know that's what everyone thought. I, I think I, I'm not sure I'm buying it. Just because you say it on Instagram doesn't make it true. I also, he's know. a no, he's a proven gaslighter. He's getting I, mad. That's, that's a really good point. That's really good. I forgot about that. I so, forgot about that. <laughs> so I don't know if I believe it. Also, like. Clearly, Natalie comes off really great. And also, she seems really sweet. Although, I wouldn't say really great. My like of her depreciated over time. She, oh, who was I? I was talking to a friend about this. And I think this friend might be listening to this podcast. Hi, Laura. Um, And she was (laughs) saying that Natalie, I think on the surface, seems like she is really put together. But there's some, it's like very surface level. And beneath the surface, she's gonna she can crack at any moment. I mean... It just seems like she, she's she got some stuff to work through. Although, I'm just glad she didn't get married. I knew they weren't going to when she was on the boat. And they said that, uh, and she was like telling her friends, there's no way I don't get married. When that happens, you know it's going to go awry. I, sh- I didn't realize it at the time, but I should yeah. have. It's, uh, I know. it. I just, I think she thought, I think there could be some kind of, you know, she's an Asian American woman and and she lives in the Midwest. And I'm not yeah. saying, but I, I too am Asian American and I live in the Midwest as well or live. Well, it's a long story, but um, COVID. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, growing up, there really there were a bunch of white people. I grew up with a bunch of white people. It seems like she probably grew up with a bunch of white people, too. And you kind of get ingrained into thinking and I think this just in general because we live in a society you know unfortunately that does prioritize like traditionally white features and stuff and I think there could be something and again I don't I hate being like I think this is what happened when I I don't know I don't I have no idea but I'm just saying from my perspective from people that I know their perspectives as well I think she kind of thought maybe Shane was this prize because he is conventionally very attractive. And he is, um, I mean, I personally, I'm not that into him, but I can see, he is, he's handsome. He's really handsome. And, you can see him uh, being the bachelor. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, she was in a, in a quote-unquote battle for him and his affections against another conventionally attractive, very attractive white woman. 
And I don't know if there is some level of, you know, she felt like maybe I won. Maybe I finally won for once. And uh, because it feels good to win or, you know, ever however you want to say it. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like there could have been some of that beneath. Yeah. The surface no, I, of that relationship, but I agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I can't speak to that experience, but I do think they also the way Natalie was portrayed was just that like, she, you know, she said like her experience dating has sucked, and that um, people see her on dating apps and like expect her to be one way. So I feel yeah. like she wanted to like part of this experiment for her was like breaking out of the expectations that totally. people might assign to her. And no, I, I think you make a lot of good points, and I, I also just think that like you know, you have an insight into it, but, or, you know, might have an insight into yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, also with Shane, like, that was, I think, the reddest flag because he, uh, like, really revealed sort of, like, part of his nature. But mm-hmm. I think he also, he did several other things that I also just found to be, like, appalling. <laughs> <laughs> but also kind of funny. That, I think that one was, like, the reddest <laughs> flag because it also, it was sort of, like, flipping it back on her. But when he, when he <laughs> abysmally failed uh, at the um, mm, baseball, baseball, I was just like blown away. So I, I thought it was so funny, but I was also like, this is alarming, dude. Like, calm down. It's fine. The rage going on. He also was, was mad that Sal did a good job. Like, it wasn't just in a vacuum, but he yes, also was like, that's it was so like tr- comparative too. Right. And I do feel like there is this comparative undertone that, kind of belies the whole entire season. But yeah. anyway, um, yes. Okay. And so then finally, finally, our number one red flag that we just can't get over is when, and this is from the first episode, when Shake thought it would be a great idea to ask the women if, if they were at a festival, could he put them on his shoulders? It's the most appalling question I've ever I've ever heard of. Like it's it's horrific. It's so offensive. It's so offensive. He's obviously just trying to find out their weight, but exactly. also like, do, I don't want to go to a festival. Like I like <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't like regardless of my weight. I'm not going on anyone's shoulders. Like uh-huh. it's such a disgusting and rude thing to ask. I, right. I I like I can never get over it. I'll never forget it. It's seared into my mind. It's just, and not only that, he asked that question. And then he also, I think he asked Ayana, he said, oh, so, you know, I love buying clothes for women. What size are you? Yeah, so gross. And then he also asked another question that was something to the effect of, do you like going to the gym? Because that's part of my everyday life. I know. It's like, we get it. (laughs) Right. We get, we get it. And then not only that, but that, Oh, that that set the tone. And then for the rest of it, when we think maybe he's changed because, you know, he's opening up to deeps and it seems to be going well. And then, you know, right after he's telling the cameras, ah, well, I'm not that attracted <laughs> to her. She reminds me of my aunt. Just what? I don't know why he tried to force it. I, I guess these people just want to get married. So that's why they go on the show. But like, I I'm guess. So, you know, Deep D saying no to him was like the most triumphant moment in the show's history. Yeah, I was genuinely was so happy. She also like looked so beautiful doing it. So which yes. sort of made, made it made it even sweeter. But he um is to me just so, so shallow. And then like I, I felt yeah. bad for him afterwards. He clearly was really upset about the breakup, even <laughs> yeah, though he, he claimed was. not to be. <laughs> Ooh. And then, you know, he famously said, I've got reservations at Nobu. And then oh, and trying Trying to make fun of himself, he posted a photo of him in, in Deep D allegedly at Nobu the next day. I, I've got questions about that. I think but, it's real, but yeah. Well, I hope we find out. But <laughs> yeah, 
overall, his social media in the last few days has just been like so off-putting. First of all, his name is the Puppy oh. Doc, which like is trying to... I don't know. It's just like such a classic, like trying to win over women, like, oh, puppies. Right, right. And then additionally, he's like, you know, I'm sure he's getting a lot of hate and I hope he's holding up. I can't imagine what this attention is like. But he's also like really courting it by being super active on Instagram stories. Like he posted a screenshot of him FaceTiming Deeps' brother. (laughs) Oh, after he, uh, her brother wrote this very genuine, sweet note to her and then at the same time was like, dude, you suck. Yeah. And just, and he, uh, he's a lot of, there's a lot of shake DJing with Shane nearby. It seems oh like they're God. really good friends. And That's he dark. just like clearly loves, loves the attention as well. So I'm glad that DP has so many more followers than him. That's got to yes, hurt. Yes, I know. Thank God. And also I saw that he, Shake is also on uh, Cameo, of course. Oh, no. Of course, already on Cameo. What's his and, price? You know, I don't, I don't know. He just was, he posted on his Instagram stories and he's like, I'm on oh Cameo. My God. He has 124,000 followers. I will say these numbers in general are quite low considering what I think is the popularity of the show because the two hot to handle people and like the cheer kids, like they all have like millions. But just to me indicates like the show is much bigger than the people. Whereas like some other stuff, um, like some other Netflix shows, like the people are bigger than the shows. However, I do think in like the two years since Too Hot to Handle and Cheer are first on, the, the landscape has changed a lot. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah, I think it's changed a lot. And uh, I can only speak not for the cheer kids, but for the too hot to handle people. I always see them in the Daily Mail. Mm, They're always in the Daily Mail. They're also hooking up with other reality stars and et cetera, et cetera. They're trying harder. That's for sure. They are trying pretty hard. But I did see that... Uh, Bar- like it surprised me that Barnett and Amber had millions of followers. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, all right. I know so. the, the first the first season also like the timing with it with the pandemic. I think sure. made people really invested. But I do. I, I wish we could get real Netflix streaming numbers because I know this show is like just it's just all the conversations I'm in. It's dominating. I love it. I know. I know. Literally. Oh my god. Yes, all my friends are texting me. We're literally having phone conversations just about this goddamn show. So <laughs> it's great. And it's funny. There's not a lot of spoilers out there. I've checked. I want to know what the it's status of the couple is currently. And it's like very impressive. Yeah. The NDA is must be so strict. And like the reunion is like my most anticipated event in a long time. <laughs> me too. Me too. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm sorry to ask you a bachelor question, but if they got the end if the bachelor got ndas the way love is blind does and we didn't have reality steve spoiling stuff would you be into that or would you think spoiling is part of bachelor culture well i don't read reality steve and i avoid spoilers okay never mind so but i do think it would change things like people are like really we're really excited for the finale whereas with the bachelor there's just more tells of the bachelor like you can just it's also over much longer period of time like it's over 12 weeks instead of you know three That's or four true. weeks That's so true. it's it's really Ooh. different but i do think there's like so many lessons with the show's success for the bachelor to learn dude so. right because i'm sitting here watching these two hour bachelor shows being like this is so boring but then i'm here watching love is blind for an hour and i'm like i need another hour i know i know i just <laughs> want to tear through it so I know. It's a great show. I, I really uh, cannot wait for the finale. Um, I mean, the reunion. Shake also posted that like he like went off at the reunion, whatever that means. Oh, but he sucks. I just cannot oh, stand him. He does suck. Actually, so do you want to talk about how we might have had some 
changing opinions opinions on people. My number one is that (laughs) by episode like eight or nine, I was like talking myself into shake. I was like, okay, he... He's he changed. wants to be a better guy. Right, he, right. He's changed. She's really like trying to make it work with deeps. And I take it all back. He sucks. I should have I, I should have known from the festival question. That's my number one regret about our, our Love is Blind coverage that I was ever in on Shake. <laughs> no, I think it's hard too. And again, I think there's a lot of deep-seated inner hatred. And, um, you know, again, he only dates white girls, white blonde girls. And... I there's just something about wanting to assimilate into what you perceive as American culture. And again, I know we briefly talked about, but uh, Chicago is a great American city to follow. And it, because it it's the Midwest and it is it is fascinating to look at Chicago, which I don't think Chicago is as diverse as like a Los Angeles or New York. It's also uh, very segregated. Yeah. So it's interesting to see it from that standpoint, but it's annoying that they never really addressed it beyond Mm -hmm. the contestants saying, well, you're the first Indian guy that I've ever dated. Yeah. And also like the way that um, there's a lot of conversations about like weight and weight loss, but all of the people who, who uh, in like the, the, the group of 10 of the couples they followed, or maybe it was 12 are, are pretty, you know, stereotypically thin. So it, it's, it's kind of like, both probably reinforced by production and also like a, just a, a truth of society. The fat phobia of the show is like really intense. It's just, it's so apparent. And especially this season too. I feel yeah. like, oh Definitely. my gosh, just so many uh, weight conversations, so many weight conversations, so many, and, and just like different kinds. Like we got Danielle being like, I used to weigh a bunch and now I have a, all these insecurities. I have a huge insecurities from this which sucks. And then you get Deep D, who also used to weigh a lot more than she does now. And you have freaking Shake over here being like, oh, oh. And it's just like, (laughs) go go burn in hell, Shake. Burn in hell. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was rude. I apologize. Oh my God. I understand. He he does really suck. What's your biggest like change of heart or thing your mind has changed on? Well, see, again, too, I feel like Shake I really, I feel for him as someone who is like a minority and who lives in the Midwest and has to deal with that. I I, I get that. But he's just fundamentally not a good person. Yeah. And he, the way he treated her, the way he said things about her, and then to be all like, oh, I don't care. I'm glad that she said no, because if I would have said yes, then she would have said yes as well. Like, yeah. go go away. You need you need some intense, deep therapy. <laughs> I agree. All these people need therapy. They should have a couples therapy like session that we that we don't see, but is like part of the show. Totally. They really. Sh- oh my gosh, they really should. I think another thing that changed for me is like I really dislike Shane. I actually don't dislike him. I can see where he's like a fun hang or whatever, and I was really harsh on him. But I do think that it sounds like there was other stuff going on with him. Like there's been like a lot of social media yeah. about how he's just like having a hard time and like still recover, still grieving his father's death sure, and everything. Totally. I just <laughs> the show makes everyone seem nutty, and so oh, I like, definitely I've had to like take a minute to be like, okay, these are real people. So maybe they were going through other stuff as well. But that's also why it's so good. It's like, I just want to know so much more. I I, I just feel, yeah, I feel like there's so many things we're not getting. Like, again, another thing, we never got the full backstory between Sal's friend, ex. I don't even know who the hell it was showing up at his door 
I know. We never got more to that. I don't understand why I feel like that was a big deal and we didn't get to see everything with that. Like, I know. Don't, don't even bring it up if you're going to, you know, not give us more. That's rude. It, it really is. <laughs> you know? What a show. I love, I just, I just can't wait. I heard that season three is filming in Seattle. Apparently there was a casting wow. call for it a few months ago. Seattle. What do you think about Seattle? Like, are I you think it's into great. it? Okay. I love it. I think it's a great city for it. First of all, a lot of great reality TV moments there, particularly the real world real Seattle. World. Sure. Great, yeah. Great, great season. Second of all, I like that it's like a really big sports city. I feel like that's a good oh, part about Chicago too. Yeah. And like, the, Mar- the Mariners and the Seahawks well, are they love so their Seahawks, popular yeah. and they're still upset that the Sonics left. So like, I feel like sports cities are good for it. Also, mm-hmm. um, it's just like very scenic there. And I think it's there's beautiful. like a big, a big mix of people. I think it's a great choice. I'm, right. I'm There's like supportive. random tech too. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon and Microsoft. Facets. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I think it's a really good call. I like it Seattle. Is. That, you know what? I think you just good talked me scene. into it. Yeah. Right, I'm into great. that. Great. Oh my gosh. Well, this was so much fun. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, my co-host, <laughs> Juliet Lippman. Thank you to our producers, Sasha Ashell and Chelsea Stark-Jones. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Stay tuned, because I'm sure we're going to recap the... Uh, um, the reunion. The we're reunion show. Sorry. Doing yeah. it on Friday. You, me, we're and Mallory. Oh, oh, my God. Well, well, now I'm really excited. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, and subscribe to the Ringer Reality TV Podcast. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.